Today we have a very special guest on Ballooncast, our darling teacher Daniela, aka Teacher Lela, the famous one, who's here to talk a little about her life experience living in Portugal. Teacher Lela, teacher Lela welcome and thanks for accepting the invitation. Thank you very much. Anytime. And uh, it's always a way to revisit Portugal, speaking about it. Oh, Thank fantastic. You. fantastic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have the sweetest memories. Yes, I do indeed. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of our reality today, I just hope our dogs don't bark because you have three dogs yourself. <laughs> I have three dogs here. So if they bark, sorry, audience, it's all part and parcel of having pets at home. <laughs> yeah, so the symphony. Okay, so can I start and ask yes, you sure. a few questions? Yeah? Sure, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's kick off. Uh, what reasons made you choose Portugal to live? Okay, so to make the story short, okay, it was a summer job opportunity in the Algarve, working on a sailboat, doing mini cruises along the coast. After this very first trip, I was already in love with the place and with the guy to whom I would marry two years later. So I can ah. say that it was, <laughs> so yes, it was the landscape, yes, and it was love that made me stay a little longer than just that summer season. Okay, so sight for sore eyes, both in terms of, you know, companionship and also landscape. Yes, more or, or less that. Okay, it all hit off. Okay, I see. And how long did you live there? Altogether, between comings and goings, it was almost, it was almost 17, 16 years something. Oh, wow, so that's a lifetime. It's a lifetime, yes. Mm -hmm. And tell us a little about your routine living there. Like during those 17 years, even if not continuously, I assume you worked, you studied. So tell us a little about your, you know, your daily routines and the things that you used to do there. Yeah, well, uh, in 16 years, a lot can happen, right? So um, I worked and I studied uh, at this marina. Uh, I worked uh, with the mini cruises uh, agency and I worked in a bar. After that, I worked in shops selling clothes and souvenirs. And then one year later, I moved and I started working uh, in a hotel and a restaurant. Um, a few months later, from the food and beverage department, I moved to the entertainment department and I became a sports entertainer and I stayed doing that for quite a good time. And then they offered me an opportunity to work at the spa in this very same hotel. And I decided then to uh, study, to uh, uh, improve my skills. And uh, after three years of training, I became a yoga instructor and a master therapist. And that was what I did for the very last, until the very last day I lived in Portugal. Okay, so basically you were in a tourism industry. Yes, hospitality and tourism, yes. Mm -hmm. So um, tourists from mostly from Europe, all over the world. So what was it like? Yeah, well, Algarve nowadays and back at that time, it, it's like number two spot for summer vacation. Lots of retired people from the UK and Germany have their villas there. And uh, it's a quite famous 
touristic site. Lots of people coming from everywhere, even from uh, North America, Canadians and Americans as well. Oh, interesting. I see. Well, speaking a little bit now about things out of Portugal, we know that it's very common when living or spending time in Europe to travel, you know, across and around the continent. So what countries did you have the chance to visit during your time there? Hey, it's a, it's a good list. It's uh, Spain, France, Italy, Germany, Liechtenstein, the Netherlands, Belgium, Austria, Hungary, and the Czech Republic. Republic. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous yeah. already. <laughs> oh, and, and, and from Germany, because the tickets were super appealing with very good price, I went to Indonesia. <laughs> so I had a little, <laughs> an extension to another continent, but then I came back. Okay, all right. And did you also have the chance to learn other languages or were you, or you only communicated in Portuguese and in English? I improved the Spanish that I had. And uh, I, I, I made some attempts with my French. <laughs> like, oui, merci. Uh, oui, like that. kind of, kind of. No, uh, it's funny. When you're living the language, uh, you somehow develop the, <laughs> this incredible <laughs> capacity of uh, communicating. So everything that was somewhere back there in those lost files, they came, came back. Nowadays, they're gone again, but... It helped. It helped a lot. Yeah. It's all about practicing and being in touch with yes. other speakers of other languages. Fantastic. And considering this, you know, this long list of countries that you've had the chance uh, to visit, which ones did you like the most and the least and why? Uh, I loved the Netherlands and Italy, bec mainly because I spent more time traveling uh, around. I visited more cities and I got to know them better. And uh, I wouldn't dare say that there is a country that I liked the least. Uh, okay. They are very specific in their own ways, so they are worth the visit and go. Just go. <laughs> okay. All right. And now, going back to Portugal, what were the highlights of living in Portugal? So since you mentioned that there is like there is nothing bad about the countries. Uh, was there a downside? And if so, which one was it? Well, downside, no downside whatsoever. Okay. At that time for me, of course, there were two things that bothered me. That was the distance, being away, and the costs to, to come back to Brazil during my vacation. But that was it. And it was nothing related to the country to, itself. And then uh, regarding the highlights, I can only speak about living in the Algarve because that's where I stayed for those 16 years. I lived one year in Ilha da Madeira, Madeira Island. But other than that, it was most of the time, it was all those 16 years in, in the Algarve. So it's a captivating touristic destination. And it... And Teacher Lela, just to uh, put our, listener, our listeners on the map, geographically speaking, mm -hmm. where is the Algarve? The Algarve North. is the southern region in Portugal. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the very corner of Portugal in the south. And that's where we have Sagres, where it, which is the, one of the most ex the extreme points in the continent. 
So uh, one of the highlights, I would say, it was the sunset. It was okay. the most, <laughs> most beautiful sunset ever. Okay, and then, beautiful. Um, so it, it, it was... Uh, it was, I always wanted to, to live near the beach and uh, the Algarve's long coastline helped me with that choice. I never considered living anywhere else in, in Portugal. So white sandy bays, yellow gold cliff walls and the beaches and the, this picturesque seaside villages, very posh spa resorts, surfing beaches. So it was a whole pack. And I just loved it because of it. I cannot oh. leave it out. The food, the wine, the history, the tradition, the people. It's a long list of highlights, I'd say. Okay. And what do you miss the most? Well, that sunset with my sang sangria next to it. <laughs> next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, best, uh, the best partner for these moments. Yeah, a jar of fresh sangria and this sunset uh my daily 10k run on the beach my morning swims eating fresh sardines on this very crusty slice of bread cheese and olives and uh, working with mind and body wellness that was a very good thing that i have on the list of my favorites okay and it, like I, ma I imagine that teaching students and we know that a lot of our students have moved out or and um, tried other countries and Portugal uh, included. So if you were to briefly define Portugal, which words or which adjectives would you use to describe the country? What were your um, what would your recommendations be? Okay, so the list is long, but I can say that sun ascendancy in the Algarve, Lisbon and its vibes, because it's an amazing city, Porto and uh, its uh, authentic, uh, authenticity, because it's uh, people there are very authentic, uh, the Douro Valley with its wine and vineyards and uh, etc. cetera, uh, Alentejo with the mediev medieval villages and this, uh, megalithic sites that they have there it's uh, it's an amazing country i would say that amazing if it's to make it short amazing mm -hmm. and for a tourist like me if like on my next trip if i go to portugal how long would you recommend to be there to you know to have at least you know, some basic notions and to get to know the place, visit the best locations, like 10 days, two ten weeks. Days. 10 days, at minimum, minimum 10 days. I, I, I can't, uh, it's a very, it's a small country. Okay. From north to south, you have like 800 kilometers or something like that. And from east to west, it's 300, 400. I'm not sure. I should, but I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I should be sure of it. But it, it's so different that it's, uh, I can't tell you go to the Algarve. No, I can't. I have to say that you must go up to the north and you have to, and driving is so easy. They have those amazing highways. So 10 days, save 10 days. Okay. Okay. All right. 
Teacher Lela, we are running out of time here, unfortunately, because I could be speaking here with you and interviewing you and asking you questions on and on nonstop. And thanks once more. It was a great pleasure interviewing you. You were a delight to talk to, as you usually are. <laughs> Thank you very much for calling me and inviting me to share a little bit of this part of my story. Because okay, I'm pretty sure our, our students, our listeners will be, you know, very glad um, during this interview and uh, getting to know you a little bit better and also about this very special uh, time in your life. Thank you. Thank you.